Milwaukee will be at the center of the political world in the summer of next year, as the city hosts the Democratic Presidential Nominating Convention. The city learned this week that it was chosen, beating out Houston and Miami Beach. As thousands of delegates, reporters, and other visitors prepare to descend on Milwaukee, many might be intrigued by the city's interesting political history. Milwaukee was known for its socialist mayors in the 1900s, and we're sharing part of that history today in this encore presentation of Bubbler Talk. It includes portions of an interview with Anita Zeidler, who has since passed away. Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Annalise Hensel with this week's inquiry from Brad Lichtenstein. My question is, besides the lakefront, what else did socialist mayors do for Milwaukee? UWM historian Ames McGinnis met Lichtenstein and me at the lakefront custard stand to share the backstory. This most precious part of the lakefront was the preserve of the richest people in the city, and you can still see some of their mansions up on the hill. Socialists said, well, we're just going to build a new lakefront into the lake. Not only did Milwaukee socialists fill in part of the lake to create more public access, they also cleaned up city government. It had a bad reputation in the early 1900s before the socialists stepped in, according to historian John Goethe. There was a mayor named David Rose. Uh, his nickname was All the Time Rosie. On his watch, he had prostitution, all-night saloons, gambling dens, flourishing in the shadow of City Hall, literally. Voters ushered in the new era by electing the city's first socialist mayor in 1910, Emil Seidel, who served a two-year term. The second, Dan Hone, for whom the bridge is named, was elected in 1916 and served for 24 years. Goethe says the mayors and some socialist aldermen approved programs benefiting all citizens. Everything from public housing to public health departments. They were called the sewer socialists because they wanted to have an infrastructure that wouldn't poison people with contaminated water. At the time, socialists made inroads elsewhere in the U.S. But Kevin Abbing of the Milwaukee County Historical Society says the ideology had special appeal here. Milwaukee was known as the machine shop of the world. There was just this huge population of mostly ethnic workers who were laboring in the factories for pennies. They definitely were interested in improving the status of the working class. Beginning in the 1930s, interest in socialism dwindled as the Democratic Party grew more liberal and attracted labor unions and others who had backed socialists. And when voters elected Frank Zeidler in 1948, the city's third and final socialist mayor, it wasn't because of his party affiliation. His daughter Anita says he won because he had name recognition. His brother Carl was a previous Milwaukee mayor. And because Frank had built a strong record of community involvement and had broad support. Even so, she says critics tried to keep him from getting elected. There were really ugly attacks about my dad as being a communist and wanting to take over all private business. Anita says her father fought back by showing just how normal he was. She remembers a photo taken during the first race of the family strolling down the street. There were six of us children and the baby my mother was carrying and my dad was carrying the two-year-old. That apparently said to people, this guy is not dangerous. My dad always thought that that was the photo that got him elected. Anita says her father governed with the socialist goal to help people, provide services, and make their life better. To that end, he championed the creation of UWM and Milwaukee Public Television, expanded the downtown library and public museum, and doubled the size of the city through annexation to relieve overcrowding. 
Anita says she sees evidence of the socialist mayors everywhere. Yet UWM historian Ames McGinnis says many people take their legacy for granted because it's subtle. They didn't slap their name all over the place. It just says public. Bubbler Talk is a production of WUWM Milwaukee Public Radio. Do you have a question about our city that you've always wanted answered? Submit it online at wuwm.com and maybe we'll quench your thirst for knowledge.